What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Kind of Funny X-Cast, your home for all things Xbox here at Kind of Funny. Of course, I'm one of your show hosts, Snowbike Mike, and today I am joined by one of my gaming dads, Mr. Paris Lilly. And of course, if you are watching right now over on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games, don't adjust that dial. Don't adjust that screen. That's right. It's Henry Cavill. The Witcher is here in the building as our special guest. Snow bicycle, bicycle. <laughs> My fine flaxen-haired friend, well met. What a pleasure it is to see you once again. How are you, my fine fellow? I am doing so well. It's a pleasure to see you again. We are happy to have your presence here. Uh, of course, what's the name we're going by here? Garrett, remember, do not, con do not confuse me with my cousin Geralt yes. of Rivia. I am Geralt. <laughs> Geralt. Geralt and I do not speak. <laughs> we're no longer on speaking terms. <laughs> well, let's start off with Mr. Paris Lilly first. We'll get to you, Geralt is right. Paris, how are you this week? Uh, I'm, I'm doing fantastic. Uh, <laughs> I, I told you right before we, we hit record, I had a, a nice little family story I wanted to share. So, you know, we've been doing this, what, about three years now, right? And, uh, you know, I've told you over the years, like, as far as Halo goes, I go, like, my kids, they just, they aren't interested in it. They they don't play, right? And I've obviously been playing a lot of Halo Infinite recently. So my son uh, was watching me, like, you know, I'd be playing with Khalif and Danny and, and all of them. And he'd watch and he'd snicker, you know, laugh all from dying or we're losing or something. And he was like, oh, if I get in there, I, I can do way better than you guys, blah, 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 blah. So what do I hear? Over the past few weeks, all this loud noise coming out of the other room, this hooting and hollering and all that. He's in there playing Halo Infinite. And he's loving it. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. We got him, ladies and we gentlemen. Got him. We he's got in. the youth, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. Sir Paris of Lily, my good sir. <laughs> May I say, first of all, what a pleasure it is to hear you talking about fucking Xbox games for a change. <laughs> You may not be aware, Mike. Yeah, yeah, tell me. But tell Paris me and I were all drinking pals from back in the day. Oh, I bet you two were. Of course, these days oh. I frequent the Salty Load. <laughs> yes, but yes, yes, the Salty back Load. Back in times yonder, Paris and I quaffed many an ale at his favorite drinking establishment, the Sony Pony. The Sony Pony, <laughs> of course. Who, who doesn't love drinking at the Sony Pony is right. And we would have many fine tales late into the evening until finally I decided I had enough of his constant shilling and idolatry of Sony PlayStation. Seriously, Paris, you can have more than one hobby. Talk about something else. I know you get all the free shit from your secret high-level contacts at PlayStation, but it's an Xbox podcast for fuck's sake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try to stay on message for an hour at least, and then you can go back to oh. posting on Twitter about all your free shit. I, I did say I like Halo, didn't I? Yes, I said it was refreshing. It's, it's, refreshing, fucking it's refreshing, Paris. It's nice. <laughs> wrong with you today let's get to our special guest paris do you have any special questions to ask the witcher right now we have a very special guest in the Rare studio to be in the presence of a witcher yeah what's the name of your horse i don't ride a horse wow no i horse. walk he walks yep. who rides a horse in this day and age <laughs> probably i mean those yams and those calves got to be gigantic huh? exactly right oh my gosh i love that well let's get to it what the heck is The Witcher doing here today? Did you do something fun on the internet that everybody should know about? You know, the bicycle. My timing is fucking terrible. <laughs> As you may know, yep. I have been locked in Mortal Kombat for many years now with a denizen of the dark netherworld. 
a chubby little demon with hair plugs by the name of Elon Musk. Oh, shit. He vexes me. <laughs> yeah. Finally, I decided to have enough of his shit. I've left that cesspool, formerly known as Twitter, Twitter. now known as X. What the fuck is that, X? What does that even mean? Maestro, let me ask you a question. Do you know what, I, what, what it means when, in my profession when I see the letter X written on a bottle? Death. Poison! <laughs> it's poison! Yep, yep. And Twitter has become poison. A cesspool of hell. Occupied only by the worst, worst members of society. I want no more of it. So I've left. But then, of course, I'll tell you something else you may not know about my job as a witcher. It pays shit. <laughs> Toss a coin? What about some folding money for a fucking change? Give him some money. Listen, the shit I have to put up with as a witcher, you wouldn't believe it. Banshees, demons, witches, the monsters of hell. You'd think I would be getting paid top money, top whack. No, not a fucking sausage. Teachers, nurses, and witches. They all Tough. do essential work and get paid fuck all for it. Help so out. I decided to supplement my income by lowering myself to a lower level, even than the demons I often find myself in conflict with. Yes, Michael, I've become a content creator. <laughs> yes, yes, of course, a great content creator you are. I've become a content creator, and I've started my own web series, Tales from the Official Witcher Cookbook with Geralt of Rivia. How many tales do we have out right now? Well, just the pilot episode for okay, now, Mike. Okay. <laughs> but if it's well received over on my YouTube channel, perhaps there will be more adventures. But I can't promote it on that sex pool. Cesspool. Sex pool would even be, if it was a sex pool, I wouldn't have a problem. Oh, you'd like that. Cesspool's yeah. not for me. See enough of that in my day job. Well, I'm happy we can promote it here. Promoting it on threads, on Instagram, mm -hmm. on the tickle tockles, and on the all of the social media platforms except X. Because fuck that place. And so can you tell me in this pilot episode, what the fuck is grout? And why did you eat grout? Groats! Oh, that's what it was. Groats. Tell us all about the it. The first recipe I read in the first episode from the official Witcher cookbook, available now from Penguin Random House. They haven't paid me to do this. I was just fucking bored. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad that we got this out of your you needed system. needed to make right. something. Yeah, yeah. Needed to, I had the creative urge. Create. I had to make something. Um, yes. White orchard in groats with bacon. What a recipe. And how was it? I, I don't know. I've not made it. Oh, okay. I merely regaled my audience with the tale of another traveler who once went to the White Orchard Inn and had groats. Do you know what a groat is? It's an oat that has had its husk removed. Oh. I don't know why they bother doing that. Okay. But that's okay. how you make a groat. Do you think Paris would like it? I don't know. Let's ask him. Paris, would you partake of White Orchard Inn groats with bacon? Absolutely. I have that cookbook, too. Oh. Of course you do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> got that cookbook, too. Paris will not... Paris will not tolerate me being sent any free shit that he has not yet received. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something right now, my fine friend. If Paris Lily receives that fucking bluey Xbox before I do, oh, yeah, tell him, there will be hell to pay. The world would stop spinning if Paris Lily got that bluey Xbox you know before what? you. Now I want it. Now I didn't want it before, now I do. Now I want it. <laughs> Watch out. Uh, Geralt Continue I have something for you that I really want mm. Of course, I'm looking to make a bad purchase And I need to see if you'll give me the acceptance uh, yes. or not Your boy uh, math of course, is, the, is the talking point <laughs> From one corner of the world to the other Your ability uh, to waste money on ridiculous shit 
knows no bounds. I'm going to buy something dumb here because over on the Bethesda gear shop right now, you can explore a new galaxy. You can go venture into the stars with a brand new Starfield duvet cover set available right now in Twin Queen and King. And I'm thinking... You bought this, it. Already. This could be it. This could be me. You already bought it. Uh, of course, you know that iconic blue, red, yellow combo right there. Looks so good. I need to know. My gaming dads, should Snowbike Mike be buying something like what, this? What size is it? Without my uh, my glasses, <laughs> I can't see shit. What size is it available? Uh, we got twin, queen, and king. Okay, so the, the twin... I understand. Perhaps even the queen. Yeah. But why would you make this in a king? Uh, you never know. Maybe. If, you're heavy, if you have a king bed, you're sharing it with another. And I promise you, if you have video game <laughs> bed sheets, you. you are not sharing your bed with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> Nonetheless, that is more stylish and but subdued than I expected. Yeah. I thought it would look like some He-Man and Masters of the oh. Universe bullshit. Hey, like the, the bed covers you had when you were a kid. Great job. We didn't put the giant Starfield logo on the middle of the duvet, so I got to give them mad props for that, right? Yeah. Like, it looks good. It's stylish. I think you could get away with it, but Paris, do you think I could get away with this? Or is it too much gaming Mike, there? Mike, when I was 10 years old, yep. <laughs> I had Return of the Jedi bed sheets. Yes. And I've not had anything like that since I was 10 years oh, old. I am man. pretty sure you are not 10 years old. So no, you cannot get away with this. I'm sorry, but that's the Todd Howard. I can't buy this. They've said no to me on this one. Guys, we got a really fun X-Cast we're jumping into. Of course, I want to kick it off. I want to welcome everybody back after the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S. Of course, I hope you gave thanks to your friends and family all around. And you played some good video games during your break. Of course, if you are not in the States, hey, welcome back to just another episode. It is nearing the end of the year. We want to give thanks to all of you watching and listening out there. Spotify Wrapped has just come out, and it is so awesome it's positive it is motivating it is a fire being lit whenever we get to see all of you out there tweeted us about how the x cast or any kind of funny product or gamer tag radio as well is up on some of your spotify wrapped top podcasts of the year so thank you all so much if you tweet that out at us make sure to tag us and let us know because it is really cool it's motivating and it's I, special i have a gripe though lay it on me I saw, because again, thank you to everybody that was tweeting at us and was showing that they've been listening to the X-Cast over the years. Like one person even put that, I, I think we've recorded over 1,300 minutes of content this year, which is crazy. Wow. But I uh, truly appreciate all of that to everybody that, that's been tweeting at us today. But I saw a common theme in those tweets. There, P.S. I love you, XOXO, was ahead of us in some of those. And why? We're okay. a better show. Wow. Do you get you get these two gaming dads? You get me buying dumb things on PS. I love yeah. you. No, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah, you get Greg blessing. Look, Janet. Jan is cool, but blessing. We Greg, like Janet. Man, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who who cares? We're better than them. You want to give a shout out to some of our listeners? You maybe want to thank them for listening on Spotify? Not particularly. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's jump into the show because we got a really fun one. As I said, the year is nearing an end. The game awards are right around the corner, and. We have word that Xbox is going to be at the Game Awards after being absent just last year. So we're going to talk all about that on this week's Kind of Funny X-Cast. Of course, we post each and every Thursday at 6 a.m. West Coast, Best Coast time on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. 
roosterteeth.com, and of course on podcast services around the globe. Don't forget, you can help support the team here at Kind of Funny in a brand new way if you're using the Epic Games Store to buy new games, upgrade your look in Fall Guys, Rocket League, or Fortnite. Please consider using our Epic Creator Code, Kind of Funny, at checkout. Of course, it's no additional cost, and it's an easy way to help keep the lights and mics on here at Kind of Funny. We also like to thank those who support us over on Patreon for the month of November. Your Patreon producers have been Jackson Hampton and Delaney Twining. Thank you so much for your support. This week, the Kind of Funny X-Cast is sponsored by Shady Rays, but I'll tell you all about that in just a little bit. Guys, let's talk about the Game Awards because it's going down next week. We talked about it on a previous episode. Was Xbox snubbed at the Game Awards? No Starfield in the Game of the Year conversation. No Diablo in the best freaking action game. Well, guess what? We now know that Xbox is going to have a presence at the Game Awards. And of course, we want to talk about that. And I want to know what will make the best possible Xbox appearance at the TGAs just next week. So, of course, a number of Xbox users received an email this week saying, hey, celebrate this year's best and big winners live at the Game Awards on December 7th at 4.30 p.m. PT, along with major announcements and more Xbox news you won't want to miss. So, Paris... Geralt. Yes, got it on the second try. Well done. I, I was close. I was going to call him Gary. It's tough. It's tough looking into your eyes right now because I'm just smiling from ear to ear. Gaze uh, into my <laughs> limpid pools. My witch's eyes. I want to know what will make for the best possible Xbox appearance over at the TGAs. I mean, Paris, I'm going to steal the conversation first because I do want to highlight one thing. And we want Hi-Fi Rush to get its flowers. Of course, mm-hmm. we've talked about Hi-Fi Rush all year long. Of course, some of you may have forgotten this awesome gem coming out of Tam- Tango Gameworks. But most importantly, hey, congratulations to that team. You absolutely crushed it, knocked it out of the park. We want to see you receive your flowers at the TGA, so we're hoping you win a couple of awards there. And, of course, other Xbox first-party franchises as well. But, guys, Paris, I'll start with you. Give me one ultimate Xbox announcement that you want to see at the TGAs that would really set them up for success after last year being absent. I've been thinking about this one a lot. So to, to kind of one I would love to see is look, everybody would love some big major, you know, new IP announcement. But speaking of Hi-Fi Rush, I think the Game Awards would be a great opportunity to have something at that kind of double-A level. Maybe it's not the huge, big blockbuster, but, you know, double-A type game that comes from one of Xbox's studios. Debut it there at the Game Awards. Show it off there. Um, because I think for some of their bigger titles, they've established now that they're going to be doing these developer directs. I think you're going to start seeing utilizing that more for the huge announcements, but may, maybe something along the hi-fi rush level, brand new IP. Um, I, I'll just say, you know, for this as well, maybe finish the trilogy with, oh, with Hellblade 2. Oh, oh. You know, okay. I, I think the biggest feedback that we saw coming out of the showcase in June was we want to see combat. We want to see more of Hellblade 2. This could be their opportunity to say, you want to combat? Here you go and show that as well. But short of that, yeah, I would love to see something brand new, maybe at the double-A level debut at the Game Awards for Xbox. What do you think about that double-A level when you hear that? Is that something that's going to get you out of your seat, make for a a perfect night at the TGAs? First of all, it's a bicycle. Because I've just clocked myself on the screen here. You look great. Allow me to address anyone who may be tuning in late to Mm. the videographical 
version of this podcast. Do not be confused. Alana Pierce has not let herself go and return to the X-Cast. <laughs> it is I, Geralt of Rivia. Now, uh, yeah, yeah. to answer your question, uh -huh. I'm sure you know, judging by the mischievous look on your face, you have touched on a very sore point yeah. by bringing up the TGAs mm -hmm. and its preening impresario, Sir Jeff Keighley. Mm. Yes. As you know, I made my services... <laughs> Paris yep. isn't helping at all. He can't do it. As you know, I can fuck you. I can do it. Watch this. <laughs> He's gonna do it. He's gonna As do it. As you know, I had a banger of a year presenting awards. Incredible year. In Las Vegas at Dice. Yep. And in London at the glamorous Golden Joysticks. And I slayed on both occasions. And I made my services available to Sir Keeley. Now, I've heard nothing since. Perhaps... If he ever manages to crawl out of Hideo Kojima's asshole and respond to his DMs, I'll have a shot. I think you do. But I'm not holding out much hope. Okay. What was your question? I'm I too angry now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got him angry. Jeff Keeley, you got you to gotta call Jeff Keeley. You got to call Jeff Keeley, you know you want some of this. Let's talk On about stage in Los Angeles, the city of Los Angeles. Double A level games. Of course, we have seen some really special ones from Pentiment to, of course, Obsidian with Grounded over the past couple of years mm -hmm. that have really shined for Team Xbox and kind of blown the gaming audience away when, sure, we needed AAA bangers, but they hit us with some special, you know, smaller love projects that we weren't really accustomed to or we didn't know we wanted, but we did turn out to want. Do you want to see some Double A love here? As I've observed many times this year, it's not been... I'd say it's been a good, not a great year for Xbox. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily think they were snubbed. I think the games got what they deserved. I do think Hi-Fi Rush is probably their best bet. And that itself is a sorry indictment of the year that Xbox has had. Whereas the triple A's, the quadruple A's, the quadruple A pluses been sadly lacking my school. It's true. We need more. I like so that. I don't hold out much hope. Okay. 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 It's not bad. I mean, I agree with Paris. I would like to see something wow me. It can be a passion project from one of the teams, maybe a smaller yeah. group within them. Uh, we have seen some success, right? I have to give the flowers and love to Pentiment. I've enjoyed Grounded. I love the new update they, they added, where now I can create fun things inside of Grounded in that world and share it with my friends. I mean, the Make It or Break It update is really, really awesome. So there is some great stuff to be said about this kind of double A smaller passion projects that maybe can be turned out a little bit faster than those big Gears of War mainstays or Halo. You know what I mean, Paris? No, 100%. And, you know, I obviously pay attention a lot with what's what's happening in the community, what people are talking about. So I've seen a lot of the discourse about what people want to see, what rumored they think they're seeing. Like I've people seen people say they think they're going to get gear six at the game awards. I'm like lower expectations on that. I do not expect Xbox to show off one of their tentpole IPs at the game awards. It's an opportunity for them to use that platform to showcase like you said, a passion project from one of their studios that normally get the spotlight at a summer showcase, right? Or if you put it in a developer direct, it's not going to be the main event that you would see. So I think use use the game awards, like like I said, show off some kind of passion project, new IP. Maybe, you know, Sarah Bond tweeted a a logo of of the Xbox three the the Xbox three sixty logo she tweeted which got people speculating which I'm going to speculate now oh. and say could this be first salvo into the Activision Blizzard 
acquisition where maybe we do get some legacy Activision 360 titles coming to Game Pass or whatever the case may be, right? That could this could be an opportunity for something like that as well. But beyond that, am am I expecting them to show off Perfect Dark? Not really. If they did, I guess I wouldn't be too shocked, but I, I don't think we see anything that they showed at the summer showcase. I don't think we'll see here. And I don't think this is the stage for them to wow us with a gear six or whatever the next thing's going to be from Halo or, or something like that. I think this is, to your point, Mike, a passion project, a pentiment level, a hi fi rush level, a grounded level type game coming from one of these other studios. Like, again, another example, whatever it's working on no i don't think this is the stage to show that they'll do that later in the year but um definitely don't do what you did last year which is not showing anything at all i think that that lesson got learned as well so i do think we'll get something but my expectations are in check i'm not expecting anything super major i don't think yeah double a cuts the mustard i don't think passion project cuts the mustard given the lack of top shelf titles from xbox this year i believe it behooves them as the year draws to a close, to blow our socks off yep. with something major and unexpected. I'm on board if, with you. Are I we mean, going to get that? Who the fuck knows? But if, I think it's what we want to see. If we are building the perfect Xbox presence at the TGAs, I do think that there is some in-between here. Let's say it's a three-hour show. I would love to see one Xbox announcement each hour, and I think it doesn't have to be major, right, Paris? I'm not looking for a Gear 6 trailer per se, but I do think that if we did show off a Gear 6 teaser, right, at least if it's the COG logo with a 6, maybe Kate Diaz somewhere in there, I think we got something going here where you win back the favor of the Xbox audience, even if it's just a small morsel of that sweet, I agree. Sweet Microsoft AAA needs level. to close out the year, make a fucking statement, put their foot down, mm -hmm. and show us what 2024 and beyond will look like. Failing that, anything with a trebuchet will satisfy me, Mycicle. Can't get enough of those trebuchets. And see, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disagree. I'm, okay. I'm going to disagree because I think you already know what's coming in 2024 and slightly beyond because they showed you that back in June. We know we're getting avowed Hellblade 2, Fable, Clockwork Revolution, South of Midnight. They've shown us those titles. They're probably going to do developer directs for some of those titles coming in 2024. I would imagine as soon as late January, early February, we'll probably get something, right? So I'd rather them show something smaller, something that we weren't expecting here, because then that will, is what people will be talking about coming out of the showcase instead of why am I going to undercut a Vowed or Hellblade 2 or something like that by showing off Perfect Dark or Gear 6 as an example, right? I would rather them show something smaller. Me, me personally, I showcase the fact that you got all these damn studios. The other stuff, common sense tells us that a Gears and Perfect Dark and all that stuff is coming. I don't need you to show it to me right now because you still got your June showcase where you can show it to me there on your platform, your way. You're not competing against other studios and publishers on Keeley's uh, uh, stage. So that's what I would do, but I don't work in marketing or, or, or comm, so what the hell do I know? Except That's for Sony. Oh my God. He's so bad. I, see, I like that, Paris. But remember, last year we had the discussion of the TGAs are the big moment where gamers around the globe are tuning in, right? The most eyes possible in such a broad spectrum that's not just Xbox centric. And I do agree with you. 
there is something to be said now about having all of these studios under the umbrella. Plus, hey, what is the new vision for communication, right? We have a Summer Games Fest, Summer Showcase, right? Whatever you want to call it. Then we go into these developer directs. We have the TGAs. We have Gamescom. We have a lot of things sprinkled throughout the year. So what is going to be the flow for Xbox and this communication? And I so feel like, what if Gear 6 teaser is the right move? So then in the summer, that's when you show out the big trailers. Let me know. So a, a couple things on that. Um, first and foremost, I think when they showed Perfect Dark a few years ago, in hindsight, that was a mistake. Agreed. Just Agreed. due to the fact, just due to the fact that all the things that have happened with the initiative, and here we are now going into 2024, and that game is nowhere near being right here in sight, unless there's some surprise that hey, it's coming out, you know, in, in June or something, which I doubt. Second part of that is. Um, the brilliant Tina Amini is now over there at Xbox and she's handling all of their, you know, the, their productions like the showcases and all the premieres, the developer directs, all those things that we've seen over the past year or so. And uh, I, I think she's pretty smart. And I think they've gone a different direction with their communication on how that stuff is being handled. So with that said, if I if if we're saying that maybe they shouldn't have shown Perfect Dark when they did then I would apply that same logic to a gear six, things like that. You have so many titles that you can be talking about and showcasing. If a game is still a few years away, I don't need you to give me a teaser now. And then it's 2026 and I'm going, well, where the heck is that game that you showed me at the game rewards in 2023? You know what I mean? So I'll say again, I'd rather see something smaller coming from one of these studios. That's going to be out a lot sooner that you show now, like, Again, take it back to last year. I, I get they did the surprise announcement for Hi-Fi Rush, and we love that. They could have debuted Hi-Fi Rush at the Game Awards last year, and then boom, it's out month after. Do something like that. I, I would love to see that. And you get ahead of Jeff Grubb and, and the rest of them leaking stuff. <laughs> too, so. that Trust me, my you friend, go. you don't need to get up too early in the morning to get ahead of Jeff Grubb. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like where your head is at, Paris. So then if we're going to stick with, hey, let's focus on the year ahead at the TGAs, I do come back to Hellblade 2 with you of, yeah, I agree. I'd like to see more combat. I would like to see a bigger, badder trailer but I also want a date, Paris. I cannot come back yes, out of a Hellblade does. trailer without a date. And I think that's the issue I get into as an Xbox consumer is we come back to these year in and year out where we just keep showing the same game over and over again. And I think for me, if I don't get a Hellblade 2 date, that sucks. But also if I get more Hellblade, am I really that wowed, right? I already know what Hellblade is. I'm excited. I do think there needs to be something bigger and something badder coming out of Xbox, especially after, I think we all can be honest, the rough start of this new generation, right? We've had some mm -hmm. highs and a lot of lows. I think they need to hit us here with something special. And I, I kind of looked down the list, like you said, Paris, Avowed, I don't know. Avowed just didn't do it for me after that last time we showed it. I didn't get super excited. I think about... Indiana Jones and Todd Howard. Could that be the big announcement that and excitement that gets me going? But here's the thing about that. And it's, it's funny because Khalif and I were, were, were talking about this. Whatever they show for Indiana Jones, it better be the gameplay that wows us and not that it's Indiana Jones, if you know what I mean. I don't think that IP is anywhere near as popular 
as it probably was when they initially announced it uh, a few years ago, because obviously the movie didn't do that well. And there just isn't there isn't Spider-Man level excitement for for an Indiana Jones. Let's put it that way. So when Machine Games does show it, wow me because I'm like, man, I can't wait to pick up the sticks and play that. I, I, I it better not be. Well, I just want to be in Indiana Jones because I don't think that's what's going to pull people in at this point. It's going to have to be whatever Indiana Jones is doing that's going to excite me to want to pick up the game and play it. Could we get away with just an Indiana Jones CGI trailer? Does it have to have gameplay this time around at the Game Awards with the pomp and circumstance? Could they get away with just CGI? No, we've had that already. Let's see some fucking gameplay. And I agree with Sir Paris. I agree with him about the waning appeal of Indiana Jones. Yep. I'm sure if Lucasfilm had access to Archimedes' dial, they'd have used it to go back in time to a point where Indiana Jones was still popular instead of where it is today. 30 years ago. Yes, yeah. 30 or 40 years ago. And I was but a babe in arms. 1981. I was 10 years old when Raiders Lost Ark came out my sickle. I also agree with your further statements that the TGAs have become a place where viewers from all over the world come to see the most respected and revered and relevant characters from mm -hmm. the world of video gaming. People like Al Pacino. Seriously, what the fuck was that, Mike? <laughs> and random headcases who like to run onto the stage and grab the microphone. Let's have some more of that. But I'll tell you one thing we don't need any more of. Again, to your point, it's another fucking Hellblade trailer. Enough already. We know it's coming out. Just release the game, for God's sake. I agree with you on that one. Let's talk about more great opportunities for Xbox to really showcase all of their awesome talent and games coming at you at the TGAs right after a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Shady Rays. Tis the season of giving. Get the perfect gift for a special someone, yourself, or both. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with premium polarized shades and quick swap snow goggles that won't break the bank. Shady Rays is an independent sunglasses company that offers an unrivaled product that's just as good as any expensive pair that we've worn. Durable frames and world-class optics for all outdoor adventures with an extensive array of styles and colors, you're bound to find the perfect pair of Shady Rays sunglasses. You already know I've been out Pokemon going and Shady Rays have been making me look as dope as I want out into the real world. And that's not all. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. Shady Rays is currently in their biggest sale of the year for Black Friday. Don't miss out on the best deals for shades, snow goggles, and prescription sunglasses. You can go to ShadyRays.com and try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250 thousand people again that's shadyrays.com for their biggest sale of the year all right guys welcome back i got another couple of fun ones for us to talk about depending on the size depending on the nature but here's one we can talk about of course will we see that fabled halo battle royale what is project tatanka is it real where is the juice for Halo? Paris and I have sung the praises of Halo in the latest season, really bringing back the energy and kind of winning over the awesome audience that there is. But how do we get it more mainstream once again? Is it that true Battle Royale experience that maybe other first-person shooter audiences want out of Halo to get back into it? Will we see anything from Halo at the TGAs, Paris? I don't think so. I, again, it just doesn't seem like the right time to do it especially we know that um wait how do i want to phrase this there's more halo content coming okay. for halo infinite season five that we know about right 
Um, I don't think you want to overshadow that by now projecting to a far future uh, Halo project coming. You want to focus on w- what's about to come out for, for it. And, and I, honestly, I'll say, since I've been playing a ton of Halo Infinite recently with the season five, as much as, yeah, I want to see whatever this this project's going to be and, and all of that, I think in the short term, they don't necessarily need that buzz because I think the game currently as it is is doing a pretty good job of kind of redeeming Halo Infinite and getting people excited about the project uh, again. So, um, plus, did Max Holberman actually just come out? I feel like something Max Holberman just said, he didn't obviously he didn't confirm what he said, but he, I guess he said the biggest project that certain infinity is working on right now, they're working on three of them. And the biggest one is with three, four, three. I think oh. he did say that pretty okay. sure. I saw that maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I saw that. So I would imagine going into 2024, probably by next, next June, whatever that is, we'll know what it is. I mean, will we get it next year? Maybe, maybe not, but we'll probably at least know what it is by next June. We talk about perfect dark. Let's just park that bus really quick. I'm perfect. Dark. Do we expect Perfect Dark to return at all to this? Is this the place to show off of Perfect Dark? If you and I are in agreement that we got to kind of be bigger and better and badder than everyone else here, is Perfect Dark the opportunity to showcase that? I suppose it depend on what they were to show. Another cinematic? No. Actual no. evidence of progress? Gameplay? Yes. yes. Yeah. But we need to see some movements because the vibes, Mycicle, are off. So off on that one. How about Fable? Oh, yes. A game very close to my heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I'd love to see some Fable gameplay. Again, all we see is cinematics. Xbox, a video game company or a fucking movie studio. Let's see some gameplay. (laughs) Paris, do you think that Fable is a possibility here after what we have seen previously now? No, I I don't think so. And and to the previous point with Perfect Dark, if it were to show, because obviously we have precedent of it being shown before at the Game Awards, it's got to be gameplay. It just has to be. I think you can get away the first time with the CGI trailers, but just to the point, even talking about Fable, the next time we see Fable, it's got to be gameplay. Yeah, I agree on that one. But man, would it make a big impact, right? Like Xbox has the cards in their hand that could make a big impact. The question is, are they ready, right? Like is Perfect Dark ready? Is that Gear 6 ready to show Hellblade, we know, is there. Avowed is on the way, right? Like, what are some of these big question marks that they can show and get us all excited? But see that, you know, this slightly changes off from the TGA talk, but just going back to last Summer Game Fest and just when Matt Booty and Phil were um, at the Giant Bomb Couch, which, by the way, I'll be at the Giant Bomb Couch next week during TGA's. Yeah. Um, he was saying even then, because I remember him talking about Perfect Dark and you know, you you, get, you got the initiative and all these studios that they have now itching to want to show off things that they have, but they're getting to the point where they got to be very strategic on when and where they show stuff. So why am I seeing Fable for a second time in less than six months when you clearly have a ton of other stuff that you have studio heads that want to show off these projects that want to announce them? It just makes sense to, okay, we've seen Fable. Maybe I see it again a year from now, you know, at the next June showcase. 
But in between, show us other things that that these Xbox studios are working on. You know, we again, we we go by the old phrase, Xbox doesn't have games. Well, hell, they got 30 plus studios now. Start showing all the games that you're working on. So this is where I say, again, the TGAs is an opportunity to see something we have not seen before, not repeat something that we've already seen in the past. Yes, we cannot live in the past, Mycicle. Leave that to Sir Gregor Miller yep, and his yep. sad funeral garden of dead games that he loves so much. Seriously, Sir Gregor. <laughs> on, on, on his laggy PlayStation portal. When I Oops, release... Did I say that? When I... It's... Wow. <laughs> Paris Lilybad mouths a PlayStation product. He said that It's a new podcast. day indeed. <laughs> Seriously, Sir Gregor, when I release my next video game, please, in the name of all that is holy, do not endorse it. It's like writing a fucking death note. Of course, we did see new hardware. A long time ago at the Game Awards, showing off the Xbox Series X, do you expect any sort of hardware, maybe a mid-gen update? Or is there a dream piece of hardware you'd like to be shown at this particular? Well, you know how much I crave that discless oh, Series X. I know you do. The one skew that is missing. The Series S had a problem, not enough storage. They fixed it. The Series X has a problem. Fucking disk drive. What is this? The he 80s? Want it. Yep. Get rid of the fucking drive. Make the thing cheaper. Now, there is one piece of hardware that I would like to be seen, and it is that Xbox Series or Xbox Elite Series 3 controller. There is a number of features that we have all talked about that the DualSense does that the Xbox Elite does not do or the Xbox General Controller doesn't do. I would like to see us get to that moment, but if we were going to show hardware, the only hardware I want to see is them reveal an Xbox Elite Series 3 controller would be my dream situation. I am not ready for the mid-generation update to be at the Game Awards of all places. Yeah, so I feel like I'm being the negative Nancy in this episode because I'm just like, no, to all this stuff. No, I don't I don't want any type of mid-gen refresh or Series X all digital to be shown here because the bottom line is if you show it off here, unless it is coming out like the same week before the holidays, why? That doesn't make sense to me. You yep. would... You, because you'd be undercutting people to go, well, hell, I was going to get my kid the Series X for Christmas. Might as well wait till this all digital one comes out whenever that is. So I, I highly doubt that that uh, Xbox is going to release new console hardware, you know, in early 2024. And even if they did, the TGA's probably is not the place to announce that. But so you agree, I, again, Sir Paris, that a discless digital oh, Series X would be a be fine coming. addition to the lineup. It, it has to be coming. I'd, I'd be shocked if it, if, if it wasn't. And obviously, you know, we, we've seen some of the leak stuff. So I would imagine even if plans have changed, some form of an all digital Series X is on the way. And to Mike's point, yeah, getting Elite 3 just almost seems mandatory at this point to just align the Elite controllers up with your standard controllers as far as all the features that, that they have as well, right? So, yeah, I, I, I want to see that. So, But I don't think the TGAs is the place that we're going to get it. I would suggest that if there's to be a mid-generation controller re refresh, then that should be the standard controller that gets these more DualSense-like features. Ooh. You apply it only to the Elite 3, which is very expensive and not likely to be widely adopted. You are now asking developers to put in extra True. controller features yep. for a very niche device. I like that. I, I agree with you on that, Gary. And I think when we saw those updated mid-gen update, you know, graphics and all the presentations that were leaked, I think we saw some of that. So we'll see when we get to that moment. Let's talk about a couple more things here at the TGAs that I would love to pick your brains about. Of course, we just got done with a giant acquisition 
Will we see Activision Blizzard there in any way, shape, or form? Of course, Paris did allude to maybe seeing some classic titles coming to your Game Pass subscription. But what about a Warzone 3.0? Or what about a Blizzard survival game? Do we think we'll see any of that, Gary Winner? Ah, now the Blizzard survival game, which was announced and then we've heard diddly squat about since. Mm -hmm. What a revelation that would be if it was shown at the Game Awards. Be a pretty big win. I, I don't see it, though. Okay, okay. How about a Warzone 3.0? I mean, personally, I couldn't give a flying fuck about Warzone, but I'm sure it'd be very popular amongst the, the rabble. Yes, 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 yes. Paris, do you think, I mean, we haven't gotten to the quote-unquote roundtable experience yet with Phil and the team with Activision Blizzard King. I don't know if we'll get that or not, but is the TGA's the right moment to start sharing more of this partnership, maybe something else that we can attach to and say, hey, that's a win for Xbox, actually, because now they're part of the umbrella. I think if that was the case to, to the latter point by like Blizzard showing off a survival game or something like that, I think if they were going to do that, they did at BlizzCon. That was just a month, less than a month ago. Nope. So, so no, I don't think you bypass the actual event for Blizzard fans to then announce something for Blizzard fans at another event. They would have done it then. Um, to the point about uh, Warzone 3.0, yeah, no, TJ just doesn't feel like the, the place for that to happen. I still lean more towards, you know, my conspiracy theory with what Sarah Bond posted about, if anything, Activision Blizzard would happen to be maybe legacy titles coming coming to Game Pass. They could announce that, like, hey, in, in January, we're going to have this ready to go, the select backwards compatible titles coming to, from the 360 or the Xbox One era or something like that, right? But that, that's probably the only thing I could see, you know, in the short term. You talked about Al Pacino, and we've talked about a, a fine thespian, a different entertainment medium, TV. We saw the success of The Last of Us. We've talked about Halo and the TV series. We now have the date and some first looks, which we'll talk about in just a little bit about the new Fallout TV series. Would we see maybe some TV at the Game Awards from the Xbox side, maybe a trailer for the almost out Fallout coming in April or maybe season two of Halo? I mean, perhaps. On the one hand, I think Microsoft is still shaking off the PTSD of opening the Xbox One generation with TV, 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 and where were the fucking games? Mm -hmm. That still leaves a bad taste in many people's mouths, but they do have these interesting projects. And of course, the TGAs, is a very Hollywood-like event. Jeff Keighley, I've never known a star fucker like him. My goodness. If we're going to see Hollywood celebrities and movie trailers and Tinseltown razzmatazz, yep. TGAs are the place to be. Paris, does a TV show trailer get the Xbox audience excited? You know, my worry is we talk about big titles, Xbox making a statement. Does a Fallout TV series trailer even get a win? Do you count that as an Xbox fan as a win for yourself? What do you think on that? I think the Fallout one, because of the unknown, and we obviously got the the little sneak peek, like Walt, Walt, Walton Goggins is in it. I, I think showing off that could get some roars from the crowd and get people excited, like, oh, man, I want to see more of this. The Halo Season 2 one, actually, I think would be a mistake. Oh. Um, because it just obviously wasn't received very well for season one um there were things about it that you know some things people like but there are some things that people didn't like i could see that one blowing up in their face where like man why are you showing this oh uh, yeah you know so fallout yes but halo no i agree and i think I'm fallout is fallout, a wise prediction yeah yeah and i'm just thinking fallout along the lines of Ke keely did do the last of us at the last tj's right that was there right 
I feel like it was, or at least uh, I know Pedro Pascal, the actors were there at least because I know they presented. Yeah. They but, presented. And then like the show, I think they might've done at summer games fest or yeah, one of I those. I think that's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, here's how I'd like to end this segment. Of course, we now know that Xbox will have some sort of presence this year at the TGAs. Of course, they were nominated for a number of awards. So we're rooting on team green to get something out of that. But when they say presence and announcements, I want to go around the room right now. Let's just give our three predictions. We're going to put up three each just for fun, no matter what you think. What do you think will be at the TGAs on the Xbox side of things? So when we finish up at the Game Awards next week, we can come back and say, ooh, that was good, or oh, I missed that. So, boys, take a look at your shits of paper. Give my me shits three. of paper? My give goodness. Three. <laughs> Paris, shat you, on my paper, Mike. Do you have your three ready? Do you want to give me three? Do you got three? Yeah, I do. Um, I think unannounced unannounced title, um, to the point, not at the AAA level, but a smaller unannounced title gets revealed there. Um, I think we do see something Game Pass related. And then I think we see Perfect Dark. Oh, I like that. I like that. I'll go up next. Of course, my announcements would be a Gear 6 teaser trailer. I would like to see Hellblade 2 with a date and also in Xbox Elite Series 3 controller reveal would be my big three on that one. Gary, what do you got for me? I think the Fallout trailer. I'm ready to make a prediction. The Fallout trailer is a lock. I like that. It checks so many boxes. It's Hollywood. It's an, and now Microsoft owns it. So it's a big part of them putting their stall together. I think perhaps it is wishful thinking. But something big, like I said, a marker, something big from Xbox that we did not see coming. But we go, holy shit, who saw, who saw that coming? Nobody. That's wishful thinking. 50-50, mm, a coin flip. And the third one, Chris Pratt presents an award. Okay. Motherfucker is everywhere. He's like Chris measles. <laughs> hey, it's Mario. Hey, and he's the like... voice of Mario. And oh, now shit, and fucking Garfield. <laughs> And Garfield and Garfield. If they let Chris Pratt go up before you, Gary, we got we got a crazy one to talk about. We got to get on this right away. Guys, let's talk about that Fallout TV series because we have now some first images to take a look at. And, oh, boy, they look good, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, of course, the Fallout television series over on Amazon Prime is due to premiere on Prime Video on April 12th, 2024. The official description of the series states takes place in a future post-apocalyptic Los Angeles. Citizens must live in underground bunkers to protect themselves from radiation, mutants, and bandits after nuclear annihilation. The story begins in Vault 33, one such bunker that is a prominent setting in the video games. These are some of your first looks, of course. If you are an audio listener, you probably have seen them already on the internet coming out of Vanity Fair. If you have not seen them and you're watching with us live right now, you are seeing some stunning set design. I, I have to say mm -hmm. I was blown away with what we are seeing coming out of this Fallout television show. And I want to kind of talk about it because we do kind of have an expert here who's been on some sets. You've seen some stuff, Witcher. You kind of know the look of it. Of course, there's some first look images. I'm sure they pick and choose what they really want to show like that. But does this get you going for a Fallout TV show? If only you could see, Mycicle, some of the shit that mine eyes have seen. <laughs> 20 years in Hollywood. I bet. Turn your hair fucking white. You ever wonder why my hair is white? That's the fucking reason. Hollywood bullshit. But no, it looks like they spent a pretty penny on this show. Yeah, yeah. 
You got, of course, the Brotherhood good. of Steel. You're getting to see mm-hmm. some power armor here. We see uh, Walter Goggins as the ghoul who looks fantastic with this makeup yes. on. I mean, holy cow. This dude's looking good. Uh, we've seen some vault dwellers, which, uh, of course, have that iconic blue and yellow vault suit on, which looks so, so good. And uh, we also got to see some vertebrates as well. You see the Brotherhood of Steel. They got the big air base up there. And, man, oh, man, this looks good, too. Paris, what were some of your initial thoughts coming out of these images? Yeah, I, th- I think it looks really, really good. And to, to the point about Walton Goggins, uh, you know, seeing him because he's such a fantastic actor, you know, playing playing ghouls, like, oh, sign me up. And obviously the Brotherhood of Steel, just it looks like Fallout to me, which is the best praise uh, that that you can give it. So it is definitely on my radar. I'm going to be checking it out day one and circling this back to the TGAs. That's that's what you do. You get Walton Goggins. Walt, Walt, that game is his name, right? Walt Walton Goggins to come out and uh, present an award or something and just oh. say, hey, he's playing such and such in the Fallout TV series. Blah, blah, blah. There you Smart. go. The timing is good because it's a new era for video game adaptation. It is. Remember the old days, Mycicle. When video game adaptations were a shit and there was a bad stigma attached to them. The Sonic of that the Hedgehog now. came yeah. out. Both of the Sonic movies. You love them. Absolute bangers. You love them. The Last of Us TV show, top draw. Yep. And of course, the Super Mario movie, ah. Chris Pratt notwithstanding. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Remember when so we, we had... live in a new era now where people anxiously await yeah. the next video game adaptation instead of dreading it. Remember when we had Doom? With the rock, oh, oh, that was crazy, oh, man. That was a crazy time to be alive. Don't remind on that. me. Remember that first-person section. <laughs> Some uh, side notes coming from Variety and Vanity Fair that I pulled that I thought were pretty cool. So, set in Los Angeles and takes place 219 years after the bombs drop. Many were wondering how it might incorporate New California Republic, a group heavily featured in Fallout New Vegas. The Fallout show has room to introduce small changes to the canon, seeing as it takes place. 15 years after the events of New Vegas and nine years after Fallout 4. So if you're a big New Vegas fan, you want to see that new California Republic. Maybe there's a chance to see a lot of people said, hey, looks like a lot of Brotherhood of Steel. What's going on over there on the West Coast? And then another really cool one I saw that Todd Howard was talking about with, of course, the showrunners. Vault Boy not only appears in the show, but the imagery even gets an origin story, which we won't spoil here. But the quote was from Todd Howard. That was something that they came up with. That's just really smart. I think that's pretty cool because, of course, when you think Fallout, you think of the Vault Boy. Yep. And I think it's going to be cool to get kind of an origin backstory to all that. And, of that's course, the Pit Boy. Cool. You think we'll see Pit Boy? Oh, man, you got to see a Pit Boy is right oh, here. Of course, let's go around the room. Paris Lily, are we tuning in April 12th, 2024 for this Amazon TV series? Oh, yeah. Yeah, day one. Uh, I'll be there. Looking forward to it. Gary Witter, what do you think? I'll add it to my backlog. Okay. See if the, the salty log. The salty load. The salty load can get it on their televisions over there. Let's see if we can get that bar to get up on it. Right. Yes, unfortunately, all the TV screens are always playing fucking Quidditch. <laughs> Not all of us want to watch Quidditch. Okay. okay, I like that. Gwent, I thought, would be on the television. I like that. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Pro celebrity Gwent. Gwent. Everybody on loves ESPN Gwent. 8. The Ocho. Uh, really quick, uh, just in this uh, shot here, I, I, I think we do see a, a Pip-Boy, just not with like... Um, any like after effects CGI on. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I do believe right. that is a pit boy. Yeah. Looks good right there. So make sure to go check out Vanity Fair right now has the big article. You can read through that. Some really cool behind the scenes stuff with Todd Howard and the showrunners on what is going on into that and so many more Paris. 
So now I, I will say, because, you know, we, we have Gary of Rivier or whatever his, his name is on here. I forget exactly. The disrespect, um, my so much disrespect. It's crazy. Geralt. Remember okay. the name. Well, the thing that I do remember is you have no shame when it comes to promoting yourself and things that you want to do. So I'm going to do the same right oh. now. You know, I have been on an after show for the Halo show on he season has. one on Paramount Plus. Hey, Amazon, you, you doing something for Fallout? Get at your boy. I would love to come on and talk about the series. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be great to have someone who has gaming experience that comes from the, the gaming genre to be able to come on yes, and talk about Paris, the Fallout Perhaps series. you can sprinkle there some of go. that pixie dust that made the Halo yes. show such a huge success. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Amazon, please call up Paris Lily. I would love to see him on a post show, maybe hosting or guesting and talking all things Fallout. But of course, that is far away. But the TGAs are just next week, and we are so excited. Paris will be down there live with Blessing and, of course, Greg Miller. We'll be doing the post show here or the live reaction here at Kind of Funny. And Paris will also be on the Giant Bomb couch, which I'm very excited about. Paris, pump that up one more time before we get out of here. Yeah, so, so, so literally, when we record this next week, when we say goodbye, I'm hopping in my car and driving up to L.A., and I'm going to go up to, to the Giant Bomb studio in L.A. and myself. Khalif and a couple other people. We're all going to sit down for a segment with Jeff Grubb and the guys over there and uh, just talk about video games. It's going to be a lot of fun. Really, Still waiting for my it. invite to that one, my <laughs> Oh, you, did I, you know, I used to be to a you. regular fixture on that fucking couch. That's crazy, man. These days, not a dicky bird. Oh, man, man. <laughs> but I do have one other thing to say, though, about, about the TGA. So as you mentioned, Blessing and Greg will also be in LA for, for the Game Awards. And I was watching the Super Chat segment that you did today talking about and Blessing was talking about his outfit. And, you know, down. he's always best dressed. I just want to say I'm gunning for 54th stress at the Hit game the awards because Great. i cannot compete with blessing greg i am also going to macy's so maybe i'll see you at macy's i don't know and i'm <laughs> pick out an outfit and uh, we'll, we'll do that but i'm really looking forward to it. it's gonna be it's gonna be great to see so many people from the industry be able to hang out and uh you know just talk gaming and celebrate yeah. everything about this year of 2023 should be a good time i too keenly anticipate so blessings tga's fit that man's sartorial elegance is so next level, I can only assume he's been dabbling in the dark arts. He's, he's <laughs> been downplaying it, but honestly, I think he's got something. He's I, yeah, I think he's yeah. got something fun. Yeah. Oh, I think we're going to see something fucking Met Gala level. Ooh. Jared Leto level. Off okay. the charts. I like that. Well, of course, if you are watching and or listening, thank you all so much for your support. Thanks for sharing those Spotify wrapped with us. Of course, we are happy to be ending the year out with you talking all things Xbox down in the comments below. If you're watching over on YouTube or if you want to come over to the YouTube video, youtube.com slash kind of funny games, give us your favorite predictions, the announcements that you want to see to make the perfect Xbox appearance at the Game Awards just next week. And, of course, make sure to tune in. Check out Paris with Giant Bomb. And, of course, go check out Gary Witter's YouTube channel. You see the pilot. He's going to talk yes, all things. Yes, that's Gary Witter for more tales from the Salty Load. I love And remember, that. the next time you see a Witcher, toss them a coin. We work mostly for tips, you cheap motherfuckers. <laughs> I've been Mike. Those are my two gaming dads. And we'll see you out here next week. Goodbye, everybody.